ladies, gentlemen, girls, gays, theys, wees, he's, she's, whoever you identify as, you are home. Welcome to the Mother Epping Podcast. So, I was in a session with a client. Wow, I'm really just raw dogging this. <laughs> um, <coughs> forgive me, I'm sick, but I kind of have a deadline that I need to meet. So now is the time that I choose to talk. Um, and I know that there is a um, select group of people who really enjoy hearing raspy voices. So the raspiness is here to stay for the duration of this episode. And I kind of feel like a biker whenever my voice is a little bit raspy. And I feel like na 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 is playing in the back of my head whenever I talk. So, you know, you may not like it, but I love it. Um, but yeah, welcome to the podcast. My name is Megan um, Stevens. No, I did not forget my last name. I'm just trying to decide because... Megan Stevens is like the whitest white girl name and although that there's nothing wrong with the name that my parents gave me when I was like seven inches long um I actually enjoy my name it's it's great I get called it sometimes (laughs) but um I'm trying to decide if I want my name out there in the public eye to be Megan Stevens or you know have a little stage name like Elton John that is not his name is it is it who knows? I mean, I'm not trying to be like a little dark or anything, you know, but it'd be nice to be nice to be like, you know, so my like little producer name, I'm a music producer and my little producer name is DJ Greg. Um, because if I was a guy, my name would have been Gregory. Yeah. So that's that glad, glad I don't have a penis. Um, so it's really great to be here, but if you know nothing about me, you're probably wondering why you even clicked on my podcast in the first place. Um, and if you do know me, no, you don't. (laughs) Um, so I was in a session with a client the other day and after the session was over, we were basically just debriefing and we were just talking about things, things that we would, you know, In the debrief session with my clients, I like to treat it kind of like a little mini therapy session as well because there's already the NDA there. There's already the legal things in place. So I just like to check in because, first of all, the music industry is such a volatile place and it is such a, it'll eat you alive if you are not extremely careful. I work remotely for a major recording company and I do not want to move to LA because I know who LA turns you into. I know that it's full of people who are just chasing after something that they will never fully accomplish. I mean, the Church of Scientology is out there, (laughs) out in LA. Um, Have you seen that building, by the way? It's terrifying. Like, I don't know what it is about the buildings that Scientology has and like what the buildings are named like they have this whole boat 
um, dedicated to people serving the Church of Scientology, and it's called the Sea Organization. Like, somebody, I feel like somebody takes one word from saying something, and then another word from saying another thing, and they put it together, and it's, oh yeah, the Sea Organization. What the heck is a Sea Organization? Are we organizing the sea? Are we an organization on the sea? Actually, that's what they are. Um, but you know what? Never mind. That's that's a whole other time. I could go. I could talk for days about Scientology. Um, it's such an interesting thing. But um, anyway, back to what I was saying. Um, L.A. will eat you alive if you are not very careful. And if you are a person who is easily swayed by other people's opinions of you, and if you are a person that thinks that they can handle fame and is not sure that they can handle... If you think that you can handle fame, you should move to L.A. Because you will find out very quickly that your version of handling fame is responding to a hate comment on a TikTok of you making pasta that got two likes. Um, now, just think of that on a more grandiose scale, and you have daily life with friends in LA. Um, I've heard some horror stories from my coworkers that actually work in LA and it's just not the place for me. And that's great because there's a whole world out there. So I'm not necessarily confined. Um, and then that begs the question, is America really for me? (laughs) You know, is, is this place really, is this place really the, uh, the pinnacle right now? Um, because there's there's a lot going on, um, and maybe I'll get to that in this episode. Um, just a little disclaimer for this episode. I have ADHD, so unless I choose an absolute topic that I want to focus on, which I have not for this episode, and I just want to just ramble, let you get to know me, let me get to know, I guess, podcasting as a whole, um, it's there's gonna be a couple things that remind you of the song you spin me right round, um, and that is fine. I have fallen in love with my tangents, I guess, unless I'm in a meeting and I'm supposed to be talking about CPU rates, and instead I'm talking about, you know, what color my toenails are, polish wise. They're they're fine, okay. They're perfectly fine. They're actually in very good health. Um, also toenails are so weird. Nails are so weird. Like it's just dead skin that happens to appear on the edge of our, um, extremities. But anyway, so as I was saying, see what I mean? These tangents, they're just going to keep happening. Um, I was in a session with a client and afterwards we began to debrief and, you know, she was talking a lot about, like, her life in LA and her time in LA and why she moved out here to pursue her music career. I have to, wait, do I have to yawn? I do have to yawn, excuse me. (laughs) Okay. Um, and so I was just, like, you know, giving my two cents to her, um, and, Because she was asking me for advice and I was like, honey, I'm like 800 miles away and I've never even been west of, well, I guess I have been west of Illinois now. But up until this summer, I'd never been west of Illinois. 
Um, but I had been to, you know, London, France, Spain, Italy, you know, the, the whole nine yards. Um, but all this to say, my boss, you know, she hopped in the Zoom call towards the end and she was just listening and kind of contributing to the conversation around us. And after the session was done, it was just me and her in the Zoom room. The Zoom room. Is that is that like a phrase that people use? The Zoom room. You know, pre-2020, people would be like, okay, why are people Zooming in a room, you know? But she goes, Megan, you have some really good things to say once in a while, basically. And I was like, whoa, 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 once in a while. Ma'am, everything that comes out of this mouth is golden um, most days. And I was like, so what was that for? You know, that's, I was getting defensive. And she was like, no, no, no. I'm just saying, now my boss, um, she's, she's newer to me, but she's been around in the music industry for a long time. Um, and if she's watching this, I would like to say a formal hello, or I guess you can't necessarily watch a podcast, but if she's listening to this, hello, Monica, um, Monica is somebody who I greatly respect because, but I hated at first (laughs) because she tells it like it is. She is one of the most blunt people and me, I never like to, you know, hurt anyone's feelings or anything. So I try to beat around the bush. I'm definitely getting better about that because I've realized that beating around the bush gets you pretty much the opposite of what you have come to the conversation to do. Um, so I've definitely gotten better with that, especially in watching Monica interact with people and clients. Like she will tell a client straight up that the passion project that they have been working on for six or seven months will probably not sell records. And, you know, normally I don't like the people, I don't like the naysayers, you know, like but at the same time, like, I remember John Mulaney said this, like, if I was in a movie, I would not be the main character, I would not be the supporting actor, I would be the guy just on the street that sees Spider-Man's like, hmm, Spider-Man, ah, he's not real, you know, like, just a naysayer that just needed to fill a couple seconds in the movie, um, But basically, she tells it like it is, and she's extremely honest, and I really appreciate that about her, because I would not want somebody to beat around the bush with me if it was something that I needed to hear and needed to know. Um, And, you know, that has helped me become better with confrontation, and that has helped me begin to realize that everything that I want is right in front of me. And I, and also she's helped me realize that in situations where my mental health is jeopardized and situations where I am getting the short end of the stick, I am allowed to ask firmly for what I want. Now, listen, I, that, if I would have heard that in high school, when I was that little insecure little woman, um, I think I would have flipped a table and cried and threw up at the same time because that was the most terrifying thing to me. Uh, like somebody was like, hey, I just want to talk to you for a second. I was like, what? What did I do? 
And then they're like, what? Nothing. And I'm like, no, no, no. I did something. What did I do? You know, I was terrified of being called out. And that was my, I think that was my ego, either my ego or my hatred for confrontation back then. Excuse me. I have to yawn. I'm sitting in my bed. It is 9.44 a.m., I believe, um, on a Tuesday morning. But anyway, once again, all this to say, Monica said, you know what? And I once I asked her to explain, like, you talk a lot. <laughs> she was like, you say a lot of things. And I was like, that's true. I, I do be saying stuff. And she was like, no, but like once in a while, this extremely, really, really, really brilliant thing comes out of your mouth. And it kind of just blows me away on how you thought of it, how you became or how your thoughts molded into that saying and things like that. And I was like, wow, like, at least take me to dinner first. Wow, I'm like just blown away um, because, you know. Getting a positive comment from your boss is one thing, but having your boss tell you that whatever you say is, well, not everything, (laughs) but once in a while you come up with a really brilliant um, thought process is, it, it feels good. But anyway, once again, all this to say, she said, you should start a podcast. And I said, Monica, when I tell you that I have been, this has been in the drafts of my brain for a long time. And you just saying that validated everything that I needed to hear. And so here we are, um, 13 minutes later. (laughs) So yeah, welcome to the podcast. I don't have a name for it yet. And I would love to take suggestions. Um, I, I, I was trying to say, I was trying to think of, or I was going to name it blank, but I am no thoughts, just head empty. Um, so I guess here we go. And, you know, everybody starts a podcast, you know, it's like the thing to do or like friends when they say one funny thing, they're like, oh my God, we should start a podcast. Um, I have to go on again. I'm sorry excuse me I don't know what to say to that bless my soul bless my heart whatever um but yeah and I feel like this is the perfect time not only to start a podcast because I've been through the ringer (laughs) these past couple months but just because I am since going through the ringer I am at one of the best places mentally in my life. But it was not always like that. Um, After kind of coming off of, I had a really bad, like, it didn't seem bad at the time, but looking back, I was so mentally unhealthy. Um, It was my junior year of college, and I'm a senior this year but I'm only taking one class this semester just to focus on music, which is honestly the best feeling because the class is all online and it's a self-paced course. And I, the first week, went ahead and did like 85% of the class. And so I basically just have to do like one assignment per month (laughs) up until 
um, the end of the semester, which is really cool. Um, and I wish that school was like that. And when I do return full time, I'm hoping that it can be self-paced and online. But oh, I have to go again. Oh my goodness. <laughs> So anyway, in having that bad mental health year and, you know, I would just say like ever since I got to college, it has been a struggle with my mental health because I made the decision going into college that I was going to go off of my ADHD meds because I hated the way that they made me feel. I hated the fact that I had to either choose to focus or to be funny and be a functioning human being and not just like stare at a screen for eight hours. And nobody also talk also nobody talks about the come down from um ADHD meds. I was on Ritalin and you know, it was a I don't I guess you could say like a delayed reaction i mean it was a long time it the capsule released over a long period of time is what i was trying to say um and so once i kind of came down from that at like 3 30 or 4 i felt like a zombie and i was just you know i have moderate adhd i'd say but it's definitely something that I do have to fight against often and so with that you know starting college starting quote-unquote real life um I have to go on again excuse me um starting real life I think it all just kind of hit me and my mental health has been at a slow decline for the past three years but this year I had a pretty rude awakening in more ways than one. Um, And for some reason, it really, it just changed my life, you know. So I was in a relationship last year and I didn't realize how toxic it was until I got out of it. And so that was one thing. And... Um, and school was really harping on my mental health and also the effects of COVID was also a huge thing because nobody, we were all living through it and we were just, we just had to be forced to accept it. I mean, obviously, well, most of America. I actually found this song on TikTok and it was like, cotton on the road, sad cotton on the dish ditch if you're vaccine democratic bitch i was like you took the time out of your day you took the time out of your you took very valuable time that you could be using to i don't know like eat a snack or sleep or read or something and you did that as a as a professional musician i i don't i just i cried i cried and threw up at the same time um also the phrase crying and throwing up or crying and pardon my friend shitting or crying and turning myself inside out is like a trend that's been on tiktok and i think that it is the funniest thing ever um 
because just picturing somebody being so upset that they are that multiple fluids are coming out of their body at the same time is really funny to me um and if that's actually happening to you I know how it feels I hate it but thinking about it like thinking about someone reacting to that while getting the worst um while getting like just minor information is so funny to me but anyway um once again all this to say i think i'm gonna name this podcast all this to say because tangents are are a ever-present thing in this podcast so i do have to regroup by saying all this to say multiple times and i will but um a lot of things happened in my life where it is not the same anymore like nothing about my life is the same anymore i live in a new apartment um my parents moved up to south bend um just because they wanted to save on taxes and also um because they were originally gonna live you know farther away from me but they found the area and they were like we really like it and you know people were like that's weird why are they moving up there and i was like because they want to be happy okay like forgive them for moving into the same town as me they want to be happy they want to be near their daughter everybody i don't know why people reacted so negatively and also why was it their business it's where my parents are moving it's not their money you know whatever but um so i live in a completely different state i you know i have a lot of friends that are not my friends anymore and there are just a lot of things basically nothing in my life is the same except for my job and the some of the people in my life um and so i thought that this would be a great time not only to start a podcast about change and about you know navigating the crappy parts of life and the happy parts of life but I also think that it would be good for me to look back um selfishly and see where I've came came from and where I'm going so um yeah I would just say like uh, even though that this is just the introductory episode I have a really good feeling about it and I think I mean, I don't expect this to blow up or anything, and I don't expect it really more than like 12 people <laughs> in total to see this. But, you know, I I have found the most amazing feeling of contentment from everything being up in the air. And I know that that's hard for some people. But in my experience in healing from everything in my life that I turned upside down, or I I did not turn anything upside down, um, maybe a few things, but I do just be turning things upside down for fun, um, stirring the pot, if you will. But, um, you know, I think that it's really important to document when you're at these tough times and I think that it's important to meet yourself where you're at in these tough times 
Because at the end of the day, unless you believe in a religious entity, all you have is yourself. I mean, you were born alone. I mean, not counting your mom and whoever was in the delivery room. But you were born alone and you die alone. So why not make yourself a happy place to be? And I, it took me a very long time to come up with this, um, to come, to come to terms with this because in high school and the beginning of college, I had an intense self-hatred for myself. I did not like myself. I didn't want to be with myself. I hated spending time alone. Being alone to me, consisted of filling my time with the screen, filling it with maybe a substance, just anything, like sitting in silence was one of my biggest fears. And that was so unhealthy because that would mean that I had to actually sit with my thoughts and sit with things that I was doing and sit with decisions that I've made in the past that might not be the best. But, you know, as I grew up, And I found a little bit of confidence and I had a lot of time to just think and also a lot of opportunities to be myself for the first time in a long time because I'd finally found who I was. Um, That's also another thing about self-hatred and, you know, self-hatred and trying to navigate people loving you when you hate yourself um you know you pick up a lot of qualities about other people because you don't want to take the time to make those qualities for yourself so I was just a shell of a human being with other people's personas bouncing around in me and um you know I guess that I would really just like to talk about how I'm here now and how I am a secure, confident woman, and what it took to get there. Um, Because it took a long time, and it took a lot of work. And that is something about growth, and that's something about, um, you know, being patient with yourself that people don't understand. They either don't understand, or they don't necessarily want to confront is that healing and growing as a human being is one of the most painful experiences in the moment. Um, You know, it involves a lot of crying. It involves a lot of introspection. And it involves a ton of work. Because, you know, excuse me. If you were to work... Oh my goodness, hang on. Pardon me, but if you were to work on a house and you built the foundation, you know, you built a strong foundation, maybe you put some walls up, um, but then you just stopped, it wouldn't be a house. It would just be a foundation. You couldn't even call it a house, maybe a stage (laughs) for homeless men or women or theys, you know, we don't discriminate on this podcast, but you know, why stop building a house halfway through just because you run into some plumbing problems? 
that's a bump along the road that you can get through. So in order to finish building the house, and now this also brings into effect taking shortcuts to, you know, recovery and healing and things like that. Because, you know, one thing for me that I did for a very long time was I didn't want myself to be single. And I was terrified of being single because that means that I would have to, you know, rely on myself and sit with myself. But in all honesty, what I really needed at those points in my life was to be single and to actually sit with myself and figure out where I'm going wrong and figure out what I could be doing to make, <clears throat> wow, nah, 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 nah. you know what I was talking about, but um, just to, I needed to be alone in those times, in the times where I wasn't alone, and that is what I feel like stunted my growth, because Yes, it's amazing. I mean, I'm not telling you if you need to heal, you have to self-isolate. But at the same time, because, you know, it's it's good to surround yourself with people. That's just a fact. Um, but they have to be good people. You know, they have to be people that you do not feel drained after spending time with them and after um, interacting with them. Um, but it's just, you know, being alone is actually one of my favorite things to do in healing because I don't have to compromise myself because, you know, when humans are with other humans, we have a constant need. Oh, can you tell I'm a psychology major, by the way? (laughs) But, um... When humans are with humans without even realizing it, unless you are completely 100% confident in who you are and you do not care about the opinions of others, you're a little different when you're interacting with others than when you're interacting with yourself alone. Even if it's just by 1% or a shell of 1%. But it's definitely good to spend time alone and as somebody who has dealt with copious amounts of self-hatred um that is what I was like see that's not what we're going to do (laughs) um because that's terrifying and I might have a panic attack and I might accidentally kill kill myself or kill somebody um to the people who moderate these things if there is I'm not actually going to murder okay Thinking about it, but not going to, okay? Those are two very different things. (laughs) Just kidding. I'm not, well, you know what? I'd be lying to say that I don't think about triple homicide sometimes, but um, in a joking and loving way and as respectful as um, triple homicide can get. Um, Anyway, don't know what got into me there. But um, yeah, so I guess all in all, the premise of this podcast would just be, you know, living with yourself. 
Because if you cannot live with yourself and if you cannot live with the things that you've done in your life that you're not necessarily proud of and you can't look at yourself in the mirror and say, that is the past, that is who I was, I've learned, I've grown, I've healed from it, that is not who I am anymore, then that is where healing starts. Because as soon as you recognize that healing isn't necessarily, you know, taking a bath and, you know, making sure you brush your teeth thrice a day, um, it's standing up for yourself and advocating for yourself and saying no when you don't want to do something and getting enough sleep. And not jeopardizing that sleep just because a friend wants to go out. Um, I know for me, mental health start, I mean, and for everybody as well, but mental health starts with boundaries. Um, Mental health does not get, I'm sorry, Stacy, but your depression does not get cured with a face mask from Walmart and a candle from Bath and Body Works. It starts when you put a boundary in front of you and you make a commitment to say, I am going to respect this boundary no matter who tries to disrupt it and no matter who tries to knock it down. And if you catch yourself seeing that this boundary is being knocked down, you do everything in your power to put it back up as quickly as possible. Now, I'm not saying like you should be closed off to other people and that you should become an onion where there's a million layers. That's not the boundary that I'm talking about. That's an emotional boundary. Um, But there are emotional boundaries that are helpful. For me, I guess emotions are the opposite of a boundary um because I used to put boundaries on my emotions because I didn't like to cry I didn't with the self-hatred I did everything in my power to ignore the fact that that was an ever-present thought in my mind of how much I disliked myself and so I didn't allow myself to feel the proper emotions And in turn, I bottled them up and I made those thoughts and emotions basically run away from my mind, but they would always come back because, you know, mental health and negative thinking and, um, you know, thought patterns are just like a boomerang. Like no matter how hard you throw it out, it will always come back and it will always just hit you like a train. So why not deal with it now is basically what I'm saying. Um, but, you know, I completely lost my train of thought. But this is a good thing because I usually lose my train of thought. How many minutes have I been recording? 35 minutes. It took me 35 minutes to lose my train of thought. I'm getting better. <laughs> um, ADHD is no joke, you guys. It is It is just so funny. I'm another tangent, but 
let me just tell you how ADHD works and how my little brain, my big brain works. So the original task at hand was to put trash bags, new trash bags, in my trash can. Okay? Simple task. Something that a non-neurodivergent person would do in five seconds. Okay? So, you know, in my little head, in my big head, you know what? I have big brain, and I, I just need to accept it. <laughs> but, um, you know, the task was C's trash can is full, put, take out old trash, put new trash bag in, done, right? No. I go into the kitchen to go get a trash bag. I think to myself, mmm, lemon water sounds good. So I make myself some lemon water. And then I turn around and I realize, oh my gosh, there's a couple dishes in the sink. Let me just do those real quick since we're cleaning, you know. And so I do the dishes, and then <laughs> I I think, I'm trying to think. Oh, after that, I wipe down the countertops, and I went to go throw the paper towel. Um, <laughs> I went to go throw the paper towel away, and I realized, I looked, and I was like, oh, there's no trash bags in here. Okay, let me go get those. And then I went to go grab the trash bags, and then I was like, wait a minute, this stove is really dirty. This stove has a little bit of oil on it from the previous meal. Let's just wipe that down too. And so I wipe it down, go to throw the tissue or the the paper towel away. Hang on, I have to clear my throat again. I apologize. <clears throat> Ahem. Um, I go to throw the paper towel away again. I, <laughs> I realize there are still no trash bags. None. Not even a sliver of one. And so I'm just like, you know, hitting myself in the head mentally because I'm like, are you kidding me? You had one job. And then, and then I'm like, okay, let's go get to, let's go and get the trash bags. And so I go to get the trash bags and then I open up the cabinet that the trash bags are in and I realize, oh my gosh, there's Kraft mac and cheese in here. (laughs) So I start to make the Kraft mac and cheese. And you know what? At this point, I forgot about the trash bags. Head was only focused on cheese and noodle. Um, (laughs) But, and so, you know, I throw away, like, the cheese packet when I'm done and, like, the box and everything. Actually, I don't throw it away because there's still no trash bags in my, um, so that was not a toot. By the way, if you heard that, that was my foot moving on my bed sheet. Um, Just thought I'd give a little disclaimer. And so I was so fed up with myself when I went to go throw the third thing away when I only had one task at hand that, um, and so I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do this right now. Laser focus. There is nothing that is stopping me from putting this trash can away or putting this trash bag in the trash can. And so I, (laughs) I so very angrily because I'm just like fed up with myself at this point, I very angrily just grab the, you know, grab the trash bags and I just throw them in the trash can and I put the little thing that holds the trash bags and then I put the top on it and I'm like, and by this time I have accumulated a small mountain of trash on my countertop because of my ADHD. 
<laughs> and the way that I cannot focus on things at once. And also, with ADHD, have you ever watched, like, two football games at once and the commentators from each are kind of blending together and you never actually hear anything unless you directly focus on the on one of the TVs. That is what having ADHD is like. Um, minus the somewhat mild schizophrenia symptoms. <laughs> but um, yeah, that's what ADHD is like. It's like a million things. It's like you're getting a... I'm trying to like equate it to something. It's like you're getting a million emails or about a hundred emails a minute and you're trying to read one email but the other emails keep coming in and for some reason you don't have to click on the notification to read the email they just keep going on top it's like um on like the old windows um computers when there was like a pop-up blocked and you would like click it a billion times and a million little like pop-up blocked pop-ups which was such an oxymoron by the way would come up and um yeah so that's basically what having an adhd brain is like um there are multiple things that i have to do to combat my adhd brain and some may argue that it is just plain laziness and you know what some of it is and I'm living with that. But, you know, as long as I'm not lazy about the wrong things, then I will be okay. But there are, as I said before, there are a lot of things in my little apartment. You know, like the TikTok trend. It's like things in my ADHD or things in my college apartment um, that just make sense. So I have trash cans every single room of the house. Um I have one in my bedroom, I have one in my bathroom, obviously in the kitchen, and I'm working on getting one to put by the couch, um, just for like wrappers and stuff like that. Um, no, not like, you know, little Uzi Vert, just like, <laughs> sorry, this is bad, just like, you know, Snickers wrappers or whatever, um, not little Uzi Vert, not Migos, just Snickers. Um, also, I think that it would be really funny if a rapper... Oh, never mind. That's more so a candy than a wrapper. I was going to say, like, a candy wrapper. Oh, whatever. Eat. Oh, my goodness. Did you just hear my stomach? It is angry. Um, I'm going to eat breakfast after this. I have not eaten anything yet today. But, um, yeah, it's just, it's very interesting. Because, so, we have the trash cans. Because... And now my reasoning behind that is um, I tend to leave things in places and forget about them. And each time that I walk in the room, like I'm staring at this box of, excuse me, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Um, I'm looking at this box of nut thins on my dresser and I'm like, I could so easily go and put that in the kitchen. And then when I go up to get it, I probably will grab my bottle of magnesium supplements and start reading the label and then I will look at the um the beach spray for my hair 
behind the magnesium and probably put some in my hair and then realize, oh, I haven't brushed my hair yet today. Let me go in the bathroom, brush my hair. And then the nothings box is still in the same place, not even with a finger laid on it in attempt to move it to its rightful home. See, that is just how my brain works. It is a constant flow. And you wonder why I'm so tired. (laughs) It's exhausting keeping up with it. Like, my brain is like 10 steps ahead of me. And I am just like, I feel like I've already ran a marathon in trying to keep up with my brain. Um, So I don't know if they're... See, but on the other hand, though, the medication no matter what it is, no matter what the dose, makes me feel absolutely horrible. So and so, if you're watching this and you have found an ADHD medication that does not make you feel like Franken... I was going to say something. I'm not going to say it. Oh, I'm not. I'm just not. Oh, I have such dark humor. Oh my gosh, you know what? No, I'm going to say it. I was going to say Franken, like I was going to say if if there's any medication that, you know, you can um, use to not make you feel like Frankenstein. But I was going to say does not make you feel like Uncle Eddie who passed away five years ago. Actually, my original thought was grandma. Okay, not my grandma, but just grandma in general. Oh, that's painful. Um, did you hear my stomach again? That It's growling. You know what? I've got about five more minutes and then I've got to go make some hard-boiled eggs or something. Um, but anyway, that is the trash cans is one thing because there will be wrappers everywhere because of the nut thins. The nut thins method. I call it the nut thins effect. <laughs> Um, another thing is, is that there is, unless it is something that's like a refrigerated seasoning, not like a, I don't think any seasonings are refrigerated. Like, unless it's like something that I don't use or that I only use in a blue moon, such as like, you know, salad dressing or, um, salad dressing. I hate salads. Actually, I do like, I love Caesar salad, and I do like some of Panera salads, but I think that they're unnecessary, and I am not a rabbit, so why why make me eat salad when protein shake do the, do the job? Um, anyway, another thing, as I was saying, if it's not like an, if it is... <laughs> Hello. How that stroke tastes. Um, if it is a perishable or a food item that will go bad because it is, you know, it is food that is designed to be eaten and not necessarily like something in a bottle like, you know, hot sauce or like a condiment or something that is designed to be used over time. At least I hope so. I hope y'all aren't spooning mustard into your mouths as you watch this. And if you are, please contact the authorities. It's it's serious and gotta get help. <laughs> but um, I'm, once again, all this to say, the back of my refrigerator 
is empty because I have moved all of the things to the front. I have removed all of the wrappers where it would make it hard. Like when I was sick, I got like a six pack of Danimals yogurt, like the little drinkable yogurt. And um, I had to, I literally in order to eat or drink them, because removing one from the package would just, to my brain, wanting that, you know, instant ADHD gratification of, okay, we got a snack, let's go back. Um, I don't think I'd reach for it because, you know, the carrots and hummus that I can just grab out of the free, out of the, out of the fridge, out of the fridge is just easier. So I would never eat it. And in turn, it would go bad. And I'd have some spoiled yogurt on my hands. And that's almost as bad as a moida. Um, so I basically make sure that everything in the fridge is either visible or to the front. Um, preferably to the front and visible. But, um, yeah. So that's another thing. Um Everything has to be that I guess just the main premise of that is that even in my pantry as well, like everything has to be visible or it will not get eaten and it will get thrown away because it will go bad. Um, it's just interesting because I wonder how non ADHD people have their fridges. Do they really reach to the back of the fridge and grab that frozen chicken or back to the freezer and grab that frozen chicken? No, unless they think about having that frozen chicken, they're not going to eat it, right? Or am I wrong? I don't know. Hmm. Things to think about. <sighs> but yeah, so I think I've kind of run out of things to talk about. Well, in all honesty, I don't think I ever run out of things to talk about, but I have run out of fuel, um, and, I mean, you heard my stomach. I need to eat. So, yeah. Um, I guess... I guess if you were to get anything from this podcast, or this little podcast episode, I would hope then that like you know other than like maybe a little giggle here and there um that you would find and meet yourself where you're at in your healing in yourself in your relationships as well like it does not have to be a singular um it doesn't have to be a solo act unless you want it to be so you know, I think that's all that I have for you guys today. And I am really excited about this. And even if this doesn't even gain traction, I am very excited to even like look back at my old episodes in a year or so or two years or, you know, show this to my kids if, you know, the internet hasn't completely turned itself inside out and exploded and the Antichrist comes and, you know, Putin's growing a beard, you know, like that. I feel like that's the end of the world. I feel like that is a signifier of the end times. Or does he have a beard, actually? No, I don't think he does. Because I remember his, like, top lip is always extremely sweaty. 
But then again, I guess that would be a mustache. <laughs> See, I went from, all right, guys, have a good week, to Putin's upper lip. It's just, it's funny. Um, it's hilarious, actually. But at least I can, like, you know, self-acknowledge it. At least I, I catch myself when I am having these little ADHD moments. Um, but yeah, so this was me talking for about 52 minutes. Um, it's kind of like a therapy session in all honesty, but yeah, I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode and I really want to thank Monica, my boss for, you know, giving me the final push to start a podcast because once again, I'm kind of at a crossroads in my life and I feel like, and I found contentment in the in the craziest season of my life that I have ever had um, in 21 years of living this life. So I just like to share that with you. And I am a huge mental health advocate. And I'm not just a mental health advocate when somebody shoots up a school. I am always striving for mental health advocacy because... It is just as important as physical health. And I know that since it's not a tangible thing that you can actively see and it's it's something that you're presently in so you may not know, that's why it makes it so hard because you're in the present um, and you're presently living with your thoughts. Um, so you can't necessarily stop yourself and be like, okay, let me analyze that last thought, you know. Oh, I for- forgive the noise out, out of my window. I think it's trash day, in all honesty. Woohoo, trash day. But, um, yeah. So, once again, I really hope that you guys find what it is that you're looking for this week. I hope that you reach your goals. And I encourage you, if you are an ADHD haver, to buy those extra couple trash cans and to buy those, you know, those fridge organizers that have, you know, like little labels on them and stuff like that. It makes life a lot easier. But, you know, all this to say, hang in there, you know, it's a weird world that we're living in right now. Um, so remember to stay kind to yourself. Stay kind to others if you're feeling up to it, I guess. And um, just <laughs> sometimes I just don't even know what to say. Just hang in there. It's going to be okay. It may not be okay today, tomorrow, even the next week or in the next month. But it's going to be okay. And you're going to get through it. And there's nothing that can stop you other than death. And that's encouraging, right? Wow. Uh, love that. Yeah, death. Two claps for death. I got death in the back. Clap for death. Yeah. Yeah. Look at you clapping for death. I'm staring at Michael Jackson. Um, I have his Thriller album on my wall. Anyway, with that, me and Michael Jackson say goodbye and have a great week. And I hope to see your little view number in the next episode. 
Bye, guys.